Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kanish Yeehaw podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And in this episode, we want to talk about what we are watching this season, winter 2023. Right. So, what are we watching? So, let's start off with shows that are continuing from the last season. Uh, Blue Lock, for example. Right. And still good. Still good. Um, we did kind of just talk about these shows in our recent review of last season so right not too much has changed blue lock is still good um main character just won a game yeah which is pretty cool yeah it's in blue lock is interesting because like instead of instead of like going through an entire arc or entire season for like a growth arc and mm-hmm. learning it happens in like in episode. In episodes, yeah. So it with but that keeps it like kind of fast paced. Yeah. Which is nice. Like I'm already excited to see what the next round will bring. Like now right. that they're a three person team. And I guess that's kind of the whole point of Blue Lock too. Mm-hmm. Like in lore. In lore, yeah. Um, because they're like they're like, Oh, these rapid decisions are going to like make you better or mm, your, Show your out. weakness. Or you're yeah. out. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense lore wise. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it keeps things interesting. It does keep things interesting, yeah. Uh, Next is Urusei Yatsura. Right. It's still fun. It's still fun. That's kind of all that there is to it. Yeah. We had a sort of baseball episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of. Yeah. Um, The other thing about Urusei Yatsura is, for the most part, the episodes are in... Like, they have the, the format of the two episode in one. Yeah. So, like, two stories happen. You know, like, the first 15 minutes is one story, then the next 15 minutes is another story. And maybe they're lightly connected, like, a the character follow-through, like what we had with um, Tom. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a little sitcom. It's yeah. still fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, we said this, la- I think, last episode or maybe before. Mm-hmm. Um it's still very 80s. It's pretty 80s, yeah. <laughs> like, with the characters and how they act and, like, how everything is, like, oh, I want to be with you, but you want to be with me. Right. And, like, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm, we're still watching it. Haven't dropped it. I yeah. mean, it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just yeah. not, like... A 10 out of 10, <laughs> like, top of the season. Right, yeah. Um, and then for me, um, My Hero Academia Season 6 is still ongoing. And, I mean, it's good. It's My Hero. <laughs> so, like, Season 6, <laughs> which um, I think I've talked about this before. How, like, the longer a show goes kind of my interest starts to wane right because depending on the show um the momentum kind of stop Mm -hmm. like starts to wane as well there are high points there are low points and uh typically the longer a show goes the more low points there are gonna be right so like and and with my hero like they really, uh, they like ran out of ideas. <laughs> so like, it's one of the, this continual, like, we made the hero stronger and then we made the villain stronger and then we made the hero stronger. Right, like, right. okay, this is like mild spoilers, but I mean, 
basically, if you're if you're not watching my hero right now, you're not gonna watch it. So right, yeah. Um. So like, whenever it started, the whole idea was that Deku, the main character, has no quirk. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a quirk from All Might. Like, that's how his quirk works. And then he has to use his own power to overcome the use of the quirk because the quirk is too powerful for him. And that's, like, how the first couple seasons work. Like, he has to overcome, figure out how to use his quirk. Mm -hmm. But then, like, they introduce this thing where actually he has, like, six quirks. And, like, he can just kind of use them, right. like, no problem. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just kind of, like, is like, okay, I can do it. And it's like, okay. Sure. Yeah, okay. And it's mm-hmm. completely lost the idea of this, like, oh, I have no quirk, yet I'm still strong. And because, like, the the main idea of Deku, his whole, what makes him a character, what makes his character, like, him, yeah. is that he proved that you can be a hero without a quirk. Right. Like, you can still have the heart of a hero without a quirk. Mm-hmm. He, like, in the first, like, episode or something, like, tried to save his friend, even though he didn't have a quirk. Mm-hmm. And that, like, anyone can be a hero. But now it's devolved into... Okay, well, now he has all these different powers, and, you know, and it's like, okay, you've lost the point. Right. Um, Enough on that, though. Uh, Okay. So, I didn't know whether I wanted to bring, whether I wanted to say this or not, but, like, these are shows that I dropped. Okay, yeah. So, like, or just decided not to watch. Well, which ones didn't make it. Yeah, these ones didn't make it. Um, First off... Agretzuko. Agretzuko season five. Um, another instance of like, it's been going on so long. Or it's it's season five. Season five, right. Like, I looked up the plot of it. I don't think it's aired yet. I don't think it's aired yet either. But like, it sounds so stupid. And like, it's one of those instances of like, okay, well, we got renewed again. Mm-hmm. Guess we gotta do something. Is Arizuko based on a like a four coma or? It's not. I don't believe. Okay. It's like, it's it's a character that was made up. Right. With like, no comic behind it. Okay. Yeah. So all of, if I remember correctly, all of the anime is original. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just they're like we got renewed again. Yeah. Just gotta gotta, gotta do something. Yeah. And it's another thing of they've gone so far they've they've gone so far with it that it's kind of lost the whole like original idea. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something I'm not watching that you'd think I would is don't mess with uh, what is it? Don't toy with me, Nagatoro season two. Mm-hmm. This is a very rare thing, and this is the first time this has av- ever happened to me. Okay. So, I'm up to date in the manga. Mm-hmm. And now I get manga reader, like, only manga readers. I mm-hmm. get it now. Yeah. Because, like, I don't need to experience it You don't need it to again. watch it. Yeah. I don't need to watch it. Like, they're at a point in the manga where, like, their character development is at a really good place. 
and I don't want to go back to where they don't have that. <laughs> right, okay. So, like, I kind of don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the, like, it would make sense for me to watch it, because I really like the, the manga. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't want to, like, go back to it. Right, yeah. Um, and then this one I actually dropped is Nier. So, the Nier anime, it's cool. I think if you want to get the idea of what Nier is, Nier, so Nier is a video game, um, and this is an anime adaptation of it, mm-hmm. but like, experiencing, experiencing it through video game is just superior in okay. like every yeah. way, and like, because it's a very cinematic game, like in how it, it's, it's an action, it's a high action game, mm-hmm. I think it's made by Platinum, so they also made Bayonetta, and it plays really similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, just without the act, like, so for example, like, there are boss battles that could take, like, 10, 20 minutes to do, mm-hmm. but, like, they're over in a couple seconds in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like... The experience is The experience the isn't yeah. the same. There are also some, like, some things that are, like, really slow in... So, like, the show's really fast. And there are some parts in the game that are, like, purposefully really slow. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're just, like, a couple seconds overlooked in the show. And so it's like, yeah. okay, it's, it, it doesn't hold the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, a show that I am going to watch... But haven't yet uh-huh. is Way of the House Husband season two. Right. There are a lot of sequels in this season, like this winter twenty twenty three. A lot of sequels. Did you um, finish the Way of the House Husband the first season? I did. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep, um, it's only a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they're each like five minutes each or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, my problem with it is the animation style. Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah. Um, if I, I remember correctly, I saw that it was actually, like, the manga, the manga writer's. Uh, writer's choice to do yeah. it like that. Um, I don't know if season two is done in the same, like, very probably choppy is. way. But it probably is. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's still fun. That's another manga that I read that... Yeah, it's a funny I mean, manga. I mean... Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So, on that... Shows that we are now watching. Yes. Junji Ito Maniac. Yes. Before we talk about it, I want to bring up the point of Junji Ito Maniac, Way of the House Husband, and Aggressico. Yes. They're all shows... I think they're all Netflix shows. Yes, they are. And they're all released in bulk. Yes, they are. Which, personally, I do not like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that um, because... I like shows that are kind of paced for me. Yes. Um, okay. So that, like, I don't have to feel rushed. Like, to, to like, watch the content and then talk about it, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, for example, I feel... Like, we've watched three episodes of um, Junji Ito. Yes. Uh, which is on track with the rest of the shows that are releasing weekly. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like I should already be done with Junji Ito so that I can, like, talk fully about it because it's all released. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And, we'll, and honestly, we will probably finish Junji Ito before the season is over. Definitely. Like, completely. Because we're just going to watch an episode here and there. And yeah. That's that. 
Uh, I also think it's bad for like publicity or like like marketing right. to be all released at one time because like it's a shorter amount of time that you have views for the show. Yeah, and it's also like whenever a big part of um I guess any TV show mm-hmm. really um marketing it as a show that releases weekly is um the fans talking about it in between and like sharing Yeah opinions on what's gonna happen and i mean whenever we were watching chainsaw man like a really big meme was it's chainsaw tuesday and people exactly. would like draw the characters like like power yelling it's chainsaw tuesday and like you know like that was like that was part of it though yeah was that since it was releasing weekly everybody got excited for chainsaw tuesday and, right there's less so. fan culture around it because it's not there for as long a time yeah 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 so Kind of bad on all ends, honestly. <laughs> um, so, Junji Ito yes, Maniac. Junji Ito, yes. What do you think so far? So far, um, I have... So, Junji Ito, the manga writer, yes. who's a real person, yes. writes uh, manga uh, horror stories. Mm-hmm. Some of them are short, some of them are long. Um, I've read some of the shorter ones. I have a book of the shorter ones. Um, and most people probably recognize... At least some of his work, whenever yeah. you see it. Um, so far, it is good. I like it. I do like it. Um, I think it's such like a different... It's so different from um, like American horror. It is. Um, especially in the sense that nothing is ever answered. You it, The episodes end with more questions. Mm-hmm. The episodes, for me, every episode that we've watched has ended with me asking more questions. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's all just really interesting. It's interesting to see it animated also. Junji Ito is probably one of the most creative horror writers there are. Yeah. Like, the things that he thinks of, that he comes up with, mm-hmm. are completely off the wall and you'd never... Like, episode three is... An episode. The plot is that there are giant floating heads with. They're balloons. Uh, yes, giant floating balloon heads. But they're realistic looking. Yes. Yeah. With nooses, uh, or yeah, connected to the bottom of them, and they come after you to kill you. Yes. Yeah, so whichever balloon head looks like you is the one that is searching for you. And it is trying to hang you. And then they all, like, hang in the sky. Yeah, and that's so wild. And it's, like, so jarring. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah, and, that, and like I said, you the episode ends with more questions. So nothing is nothing is resolved in that. Yeah. Um, everybody dies. Nobody like, knows where the balloons came from. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Everybody dies. Yeah. I can't say much for, like, Japanese horror as a whole, mm-hmm. but that is a very Junji Ito style yes, thing to yes. do mm-hmm. of not really answering anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fun fact, this is actually the second Junji Ito show that's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, they already did an anthology of, like, some of his more known works. Right. Um, and this is the technically the second one. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see whether they redo some of them. Um, because it's a different company making it. Right. So, um, I already saw some spoilers. The thing is... is I saw that... the title of some of the ones that they're going to do. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, and I haven't 
once again, I haven't read all of his work. So right. to me, I don't know what's going to happen in these. I just saw the title. I know that Tommy is going to be yeah. one of them. Which yeah. is another thing is that sometimes he uses reoccurring characters. Oh, okay. And so there's a chance that there are characters that you see in this one, that you see in other stories, but it could be a different oh. story. Oh, okay. It's very rare, but he does have a handful of reoccurring characters. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, Tommy is like an anthology within itself. Okay. Um. So yeah, but it's really good. Yeah. If you if you are a fan of horror, check it out. It's yeah. really good. You don't know you see some new things. Yeah, you won't you won't see fl- slasher. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> not gonna be any slasher flick. You know. No, it's definitely all like urban urban legend kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. Next is um my show Vinland Saga. Right. Uh, season two. Admittedly, I have been busy, and I have not watched the most recent episodes. So I've only watched one season. I mean, one episode. I've only watched one episode of season two so far. Mm-hmm. And so I can't say this for sure. I really hope that they don't keep it the way that they made episode one. Because episode one is through the perspective of a different character, mm-hmm. and not like the main character of season one. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like that. <laughs> okay. Did the, did anything happen to the main character? No. He was no. introduced at the very end of the episode. The main character was introduced at the end of the episode. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm not sure if they're going to keep it focusing on this other character. Uh-huh. Or if they're going to switch off and change to the perspective of the first, of the first main character. It's possible. Yeah. I know shows have done that before. Yeah. Kind and of like keep you on your toes. Yeah. Cause like so Vinland Saga is a saga. So it's like it's like the if I remember correctly, it's like the entire lifespan of like this one character's life. Mm-hmm. So like there's quite a bit of it. Right. So I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they did do a little like, okay, we're gonna see have this character watching the main character and things like that Mm. because like it's not super uncommon in like things like this right so oh well if they um if they do keep it i'll probably still watch it because the first season of vinland saga is really good Mm -hmm. um you happen to be uh playing a lot of uh, Viking related video games <laughs> I recently. Know. I might like them in Saga. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't it. mind watching the first season with you again. Yeah, um, Another thing to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, our silly little show, Suddenly Egyptian Gods. Yes. and I, Season two. Season, season two. two. Once again, season two, which is honestly kind of surprising to me. It is so surprising. It's just, like, it, it makes me wonder how popular this got okay you know what i mean like it didn't even because it still has you know actually you finish your thought i'm gonna look something up. so basically what suddenly egyptian got oh i think you left it in the room okay um what what suddenly egyptian gods is about is a group of egyptian gods like the actual Egyptian gods and they are just little guys and they do things and they kind of animate what these Egyptian gods actually are like 
known to do. Like they have, um, it's Anubis, right? Weighing yeah. the weighing the souls of the spirits, but it's like on a teeter totter. So it's really cutesy. It's a chibi anime, which means that they're only like five minutes long. And the reason it is to me surprising that it got renewed is because a lot of it seems like a lot of chibi animes do not get season twos because they're like kind of like little throwaway things. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the simplest plots, only five minutes long. Everybody's just being silly. Like there's nothing, there's not a lot yeah. that happens. You know what I mean? Like not really. Um, but yeah. Yes. So. so- <laughs> This is not popular <laughs> at all. Which is so Season scary. one, on, okay, on my anime list, uh-huh. season one, 6,000 people have watched it. Right. That's not a lot. Only 6,000. Yeah. You want to know how many have watched season two so far? Huh? A thousand. <laughs> That's like oh my crazy. That's just so crazy because a show like that should not should not have gotten a season no it shouldn't have um it's such a low following with i mean like i said it is just chibi there's it's not like they're five minute episodes five minutes ep- but we are glad it is here i okay you know what i'm curious about actually hmm. um i'm curious if it's air if it airs on like children's television in uh in japan most chibi so that are, like and it's definitely very child friendly like it's yeah. So yeah. that might be why, like, not a lot of men, like people on my anime list have We're like watching. booked it, but like maybe it's really popular in ages like ten and under. Right. Yeah. It definitely could be. It's just a silly little show with the Egyptian gods doing random things. Like it has the. Of course, I'm gonna forget all their names. Yeah, of course. But like, um, like all of the Egyptian gods, Sobek, Setet. Um, Ra. Yeah. Like, they're all there. It's really funny Thoth, because they all, all there. they all each have, like, really a stereotypical, like, personalities. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's funny seeing them interact. Like, like Ra is, like, a middle-aged man. He's their dad. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's their dad. <laughs> and he, like, rambles on and Yeah, and like nobody that. listens to him, yeah. but he still keeps talking. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. And then there's, like, feuds between them, and, like, it's funny. It's cute. It's very cute. They, like, make mummies to de-stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, would recommend if you just want something silly. Yeah. It's it's a nice just, like, oh, I just want to watch something for for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And lastly, for me, probably the highlight of the the season. The highlight. um, Trigun Stampede. Trigun Stampede. Yes. So this is a reboot of the original Trigun show, mm-hmm. um, which is okay. Yeah, which we talked about um, because we essentially binged the original Trigun whenever yes. we got COVID. Yes, we watched which, it whenever we got COVID. Which we did talk about. It was my first time watching the original Trigun. Yes. And I got really into it. I got really into it. It's a good show, the original. Mm-hmm. I no. think it came out in like 98. Seven. Maybe in the nineties. In the in the nineties. Um, now, with the re reboot. Reboot. Call it a reboot. Okay, with the reboot. Um, Studio Orange. So CG. Yes. Right. What? But CG good. Yes. CG, CG good because CG Studio good. Orange. <laughs> CG good to me. Some things are still a little uncanny. Mm-hmm. But um, 
overall, overall, it looks great. Yes. Overall, you get some really big wow moments. Studio Orange knows how to use CG to its fullest. Yes. And uh, they really sh- do show that. They really do show that. It looks, for the most part, great. I'm yeah. saying for the most All part. All the action scenes are good. All the action scenes are great. Um, the settings are good. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes whenever it's just characters, I don't know, I get a little like... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, they look, best in, they look like, best in motion. They look best in motion, yeah. yeah. Um, now, with what it is as a reboot. Yes. With what it is as a reboot. Um, Vash. Very good. Yes. Vash, very good. Very still true to character. Yes. With, what, with who the original Vash was, which is that he is still a silly, skinny man. Crybaby. He was a crybaby. <laughs> he was a pacifist. Yes. But an incredible fighter, gunman, but still very silly, goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, and charming and all that stuff, right? Um, Meryl. Meryl. Baby. baby. <laughs> they they babyfied her. They babyfied her. So in the original Trigun, Meryl is like a woman, like a businesswoman. Yeah, like she's she, a girl boss. She's a girl boss. She like command she is she is small. She's yeah. short. That's true. But she's very much Hi, I'm Mer I'm Meryl Strife and I'm here with the insurance company. Like she's very much like you know, I'll put together She's assertive. Yeah, like, very much a put, yeah. put together a sort of woman. Um, but in this reboot, she is a rookie journalist. Yeah. Who doesn't know how to fight. Yeah. Or how to shoot a gun. She does. She's never shot a gun before. Or how to shoot a gun. What? So. How do you have a trigun setting without, uh, with a character that I've never shot a gun before? Yeah. So that's upsetting to me. It is really upsetting. It's upsetting to me. Um, so, Yeah. I, I just keep on every single time that Meryl does anything. I'm like, uh, it should be different. Yeah. It should be different. Okay. Roberto De Niro. The, the, the <laughs> elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. Roberto, Roberto De, Niro. De Niro. He is, okay, first of all, as a character, he's very average. Yeah. He's very average. He barely does anything. He barely does anything. He's just there to like be someone that Meryl is the rookie to. Yeah. Like, he's there. He's supposed to be, like, her teacher. But we haven't really gotten any character... Except that he's an alcoholic. And yeah, kind of bad at his job. Yeah, he's an alcoholic and he's kind of bad at his job. But, like, whatever. Like, we haven't gotten any sort of other character notions. We don't know anything else about yeah. Roberto De Niro. And we can't look back on our context because Roberto De Niro is a completely new character. Yes. Which replaced an even better character. An even better character... Of Millie. Millie was such a good character. Millie is such a good character. So in the original, it is Meryl and Millie, the two insurance ladies. And Millie, if anything, is kind of Meryl's rookie. Yeah. Kind of. Like, Meryl is still, like, the boss of the Mm -hmm. situation. But Millie is, like, this giant woman who has this huge gun. But she is, like, has the softest heart. And she's ditzy. And she's ditzy. And she's so sweet. Um, but she's not here, and it's yeah. so sad. It's like so sad. <laughs> and Wolf Wolfwood has yet to be seen. Has yet, yet to be seen. So we can, we're not gonna say anything about that yet. Yeah. Um, plot. Okay, so like, they must have a like twenty four episode limit or something like that 
Things are moving. Things are moving fast. Things are moving very fast. But also slow. <laughs> because in the original Trigun, um, the for the most part, they're they're in a new city every episode. Yes. New city, new situation every single episode. Yes. New people, so, kind yes. of like new people never seen before, but they all have this idea of Vash the Stampede as this bad humanoid typhoon. Yeah, as a bad guy. So far, we are on the third episode. They have been to one town. They've been in the same city. And they all... And they've tried to leave it, and then they've come back to it. Like, yes. it's, they haven't actually left the city. The plot has been moving towards them instead of them moving towards the plot. Right. So it gives it less of an adventure feel. Yeah. Is a big thing. Because Trigon was very much like a... Like a Western adventure. Yeah. Where, like... You want like he was like oh my work here is done and then right. like, they were wanderers leave. yeah and because, then leave and they were wanderers yeah because his whole thing is that he couldn't stay in one place too long because then he'd get caught yeah um what was it um go ahead so in that sense it's moving kind of slow yeah but then how it's moving fast so and this is a little bit more of if you've if you've seen the original you can kind of see why this is what. What we're about, what I'm about to say is considered moving fast, but in the original, I remember very distinctly watching the first episode of Trigun and not actually learning anything about Vash. Yeah. So the in the first episode of the original Trigun, um, it's almost like Vash is caught. So Vash is caught, right? And um, he's escaping. He's like yeah. trying to uh, escape his captors, and it's him, kind of just being like a silent badass. Like yeah. you don't get any. Of that, like, goofy personality in the first episode. Yeah, in the first episode, he's just, like, at a bar. And then the bar, like, gets fucked up. Yeah, and he's just there, and he's, like... You know, he's still pacifist, so he's not killing yeah. anybody, but he's, like, dodging bullets and, like, creating commotion. So you don't really get his personality until a little bit later. And then, um... And that's, like... And it just, like, builds from there, right? Yeah. So, in this first episode... Or in this first couple of episodes yeah. of the reboot, obviously we've gotten to know who Vash is very well. Feels mm-hmm. like already, and there are some like characters that are from the original that have already shown up. Yeah, that... the main villain is already here. So a big part of the original Trigun is that you didn't really even know who your main villain was until like halfway through it. Yeah, because like you didn't even really see him until the end. No, you don't even see the main <laughs> villain until the end of Trigun. The main villain is his brother. I can say that because it's not a spoiler. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it was like it was like a big plot point in the yeah, first one. Yeah, like it was a big plot point, big spoiler in the original that the main villain is his brother. Because it's all very vague up until about halfway where you're like, oh, this knives guy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, it was my brother. You know, like. We were twins. We were on a space. Like, yeah. this whole, like, lore dump happens towards the end of the original Trigun. But it has already happened at the beginning of yeah. this one. Which, maybe, like I said, it seems like they just don't have as many episodes, which is totally possible. So, because they don't have as many episodes, they have to re- they have storyboard. Like, yeah. a different way to, to put this story together. Um, they can't just have this, like, wandering mysterious figure... They have to go ahead and give him his backstory. Yeah. So. The weirdest... Okay, this is, like, such a, like, small kind of nitpicky thing. Like, 
The weirdest thing for me, and that I think is the biggest difference between the reboot and the original, is that the first town that they go to, or the only town that they go to, um, everyone loves Vash. Yes. Everyone loves him. They already know him. They, they already, already know, know him. him as the savior of the town. Right. And they're like, yeah, Vash. While in the original, he'd go somewhere and people, everyone would hide. Everyone was scared of him. Yeah. Because he has the reputation of being of being a destroyer, essentially. Yeah. Like, trouble follows him, you know? Yeah. And so that's... It's a different mood. It's a totally different mood. But then we get to the end of these three episodes that we've already watched mm-hmm. and... Things have happened. The The town is no more. Yeah. Um, a lot of people died at the end of this third episode. And now those townspeople like, hate him. Yeah. Right? So, which is all of these vibes and feelings give off, like, this is a reboot. I know it's a reboot. But it still is, like, trying to give off this, to me, this mood of, like, a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's not, it's not a prequel. It is absolutely not a prequel. Like, there's, a, yeah. there's, it's not a prequel. This is a reboot, a retelling of a story, but some things just seem out of order. Another thing that is, I like. Well, this is another thing that's like, oh, it doesn't really matter. But like, because it happened in the first one, it just made more sense. So like, mm-hmm. the whole idea that the the thing that gave Vash his like, um, what's the word? His reputation. Mm-hmm was the July incident. Right. And so the July incident was where Vash single-handedly eviscerated an entire town. Yes, he did. And it was his fault. It was. And that's a big thing for me because this town that he's in just got completely destroyed, but it wasn't his fault. But it wasn't his fault and it also wasn't the city of July. They're going yeah, it they wasn't are, July. They are going to the city of July. Yeah. Which It'll be interesting to see what, what they do with that. Right. Because the July incident is like a really big part of the um, of Vash's backstory. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. This town gets a little... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still good for what it is. I just like right. the original more. So far, same. Yeah. But the action is cool. So. Mm. The action um, is cool. The... Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... What was it? Oh, I mean, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna drop it. No, absolutely not. Yeah, you'll hear more. You'll hear more. F- yeah. from us later about. <laughs> and I think that's about it for today. Yeah, I think that's it. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Kanichi Yeehaw Podcast. I'm Natalie, and I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs>